freaking auto! This, this is Brock and Saul. Brock Heward and Mark, Matt, Marcus. Sorry about just Mike. 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 Presented by Carter, Volkswagen, and Ballard. On Seattle Sports. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Where's like the buff dudes at? Now here are your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Saul. <laughs> All right, kind of flipping all around today with great Mariners conversation, Seahawks conversation. Congrats to the Coug women for advancing and winning the Pac-12 tournament. First ever. The first ever. Oh, for them, yes. Yes. Pretty awesome. Dude, I... Uh, the quick, two, might be quick, the last Pac-12 tournament ever, and I mean uh, that just I, not uh, for the Cougs, just in it general. Might oh, it might be. <laughs> hey, uh, two quick little personal sides before yeah. Mariners buy sell. Um, I have, uh, I've got a little personal problem and I, it happened at top golf. I think I have a hernia and not, not downstairs hernia, but like in my stomach hernia. And I think it happened when we were playing there. Really? I was, yeah. Overswing. I, like, I don't know what Whoa. the heck is going on. So I got a little watch. We have a mutual friend who just had double hernia surgery. So I'll set you yeah. up with him. You can talk to him about it a little That'd bit. That'd be great. So I'll probably have to watch that. Secondly, you know, uh, Saturday night, my Macy lost in the elite eight of their state tournament and bro, it was this has hit me harder. Molly and I yesterday walking around like grieving this mm. loss. Uh, the other team played great, better team, deeper team. We could have beat them. We beat them earlier in the year. But, man, watching Macy's high school season end, there was a finality to it that I wasn't prepared for. Right? With Haley, they well, her final game, they won the state title. But I was like, knew that Macy would follow. And now that Macy's done, bro, uh, and then she, you Make know my feel Macy. Old. You know my Macy. Like, the end of the game, she just poured it out. 32-14. Unbelievable. She played the best game of her her season. But they lost, and, like, she ripped her jersey out of her shorts and just tears. And, mm. oh, my gosh. Just even me talking about it right now. Like, oh, I welled up. Like, I, I usually don't do that. Even when they've won, or, you know, I'm, I don't do that. But, man, that just hit me. Well, this has been your life, essentially, for the last, you know, 15 years. Right yeah, between Haley, good, Haley and Macy, yeah, good ten to twelve. Ten years. anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. guess in the early years of us doing the show, they were into soccer and doing something other. And then they grew up and got into basketball, mm-hmm. and you know, like I, 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 I this has been what you guys yeah. have done. You've yes. gone to tournaments every weekend. You've traveled all around the country, um, and yep. so you're. This is a huge end of an yeah. era for you. It was a big, yeah, probably Oof. making you feel old. Not gonna, right, it's trying making you feel well, like the on, end a with the bit hernia. Yes, I think with right. the hernia, those two things combined. Yes, I mean you were you were too injured. Your back hurt too much to be able to play golf while we were in, in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and then you had a hernia while playing yeah. top golf. And now your kids are graduating and growing up. And Ooh. I mean, you're probably feeling like you know the end is near. Uh, buy or sell. Here we go. Let's do <laughs> we don't it. have enough time for buy or sell. Well, you now. make your friends let's feel con- better. Let's continue to explore how close you are to the end. We have six minutes of buy or sell. Go. <laughs> All right. What do we got? All right. Uh, first up, Teoscar Hernandez will end up being the impact bat that many felt the M still needed to add this offseason. Oh, I'll buy that. I think he's going to be really good. I, I mean, and being around him, certainly you see the the raw strength that's in him. Is he going to be one of the top five players in the league? No, probably not. But is he going to lengthen that lineup and be what Mitch Haniger couldn't be for them last year? Yeah, I think he can. He's going to be. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to sell that. I'm going to sell in the back yep. row. because uh, the when people say an impact bat, they're thinking big time, forty home runs, hundred twenty RBIs. He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. He's going to be one of the impact bats in this lineup, 
with Julio and others, and, and all signs pointed to Jared taking a step and Cal Raleigh, and he's going to be one of the impact You know what I backs. think he's going to be? I think he's going to be very similar to what Suarez gave you last year. Yep. I, I mean, I think they're similar hitters. Not exactly the same, but I think there's some similarity there, and we'll wait and see and watch him, but yep. I think you're kind of looking, if he does what Suarez did last year, isn't that a good thing? But what people wanted, what fans wanted, the big splashy, the Correa, or you know, one of these sort one of these big, huge, no, Aaron Judge, no, not going to be one of those guys, but he will be an impact bat. All right. Chris Flexen finishes the season in Seattle by herself. I'm, I'm buying that. And, you know, Scott, Scott said to us, uh, this stuff's better, man. This stuff's a little better. And I will say this, too, uh, as, as Shannon was talking and talking about these different pitchers, you know what I noticed, Salk? You know who works out is they do kind of pairs together and, you know, when they're not throwing their bullpens, you know who works out together? Marco and Chris. Mm-hmm. I think for a reason. They both know who they are. They're both pros. And I cannot imagine this rotation staying as healthy as it did last season. History tells you that does not happen. And Chris Flexen will play a significant role this year. I think he'll play a significant role. He'll probably start in the bullpen, which is unfair, but it's just sort of the only way to get it done. I... Finishing the year with the Mariners, I don't know. That that one's hard for me to fully commit to just because I, I think at some point you may need to try to add elsewhere and you might have an opportunity to sort of swap good for good. Sold in the back road. I'm selling it. but Sold not, to the lady in the second not, row. She's an eight. She's a nine. She's a ten. I know. I'm she's s- got ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm about to get my heart goodbye. I'm selling it, but not for Be very much, heart. right? I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced one way or another on that one. All right, you um, you asked one of his teammates last week, but you talked to Ty France off air, and he had a, a bold statement yes. that he would steal three bases this That's year. That's what he said. Yeah. You guys buying or selling? Oh, selling. Sell, I'm not sell. selling it as hard as Cal Raleigh was selling. Oh, I'm sold. Will you play the other one crying out loud? I don't. We don't had sound effects it. for this segment before you, Brock. You tried to add your own. I don't have it. Justin does. Justin, you, play the it. other one for crying out loud. I gotcha. I gotcha. Especially on this one. Sell. You and your country. You don't oh, think Ty France can swipe three bags? No. Me neither. He's really slow. <laughs> <laughs> He's not as slow as Big Red. We learned Big Red. <laughs> oh, and that's it? Clapping. And that's, that's it? Get. That's all you get. We'll say maybe we can do sold uh, ranks someday, Brock, and you can just <laughs> sing that song all the time. I will. He's not. He's not stealing three backs. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe two. Maybe one. Maybe one. If he not gets three. one, I think everyone will be impressed. Yeah. Buy or sell? Brock and uh, or no, Justin and Betsy move in with Cal Raleigh and become his new roomies. Mm. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say sell, and I'm gonna say something here that's gonna sold oh, no. in the back road. It's gonna be borderline inappropriate. Oh no! Yeah, well, not inappropriate, <laughs> but I'm gonna say this, Justin. Yeah. You had to work so hard last week. You two, Maura, you two, the two of you, you went home in the afternoons and you cut tape and found sound and made amazing videos. I felt like Justin Cal didn't get the full Justin experience. <laughs> Like you couldn't, true. you couldn't just be unplugged. Yeah, you had to worry about the cameras, the batteries, the lights, all this stuff. Yeah, that I don't think you weren't able to make a, a, as good an impression as you needed to to become his roommate. Is that and what I you hate, mean? I hate to say that, 
I think you're but, right, Brock. But I got to be honest on this. I'm paid to be honest. I don't think you gave him the full Justin Barnes experience. He, we d- he didn't get a top golf invite. Nope. Do you think that should have happened? I mean, at least, you know, float an offer his way and see if he's interested. But then I think if he watched you swing a golf club, yeah, he'd say, well, what hey. a stubborn sucker. I don't want True. this stubborn a guy. <laughs> let, me, let me ask not you. not adaptable. You sure you want to move in with a professional <laughs> baseball player and your girlfriend? Why? Why I mean, I'm just, that doesn't seem like a great plan. Like, in terms of life decisions, that seems like a bad one. Oh, he, he thinks Cal's going to steal your girl. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Interested. I'm not he saying knows. he would do it on purpose. He probably couldn't help it. <laughs> You know what? True love sometimes means letting somebody go and be with who they're supposed to be with. And if that's the case, <laughs> Betsy's happy to let you go. <laughs> well, we certainly got off the rails here. I apologize. All right. Need to know next. Oh, man. <laughs> need to know. 15 minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk. Here's what you need to know. Up first. At some point, Brock, I will watch some Anthony Richardson so I have a better sense as to whether or not I think the Seahawks should draft him at number five or not. But in the meantime, all of my love and excitement is headed towards this guy. This next pitch is coming. Swing on high drive. Center field. Just going to watch that baby get out of here over the batter's eye. J.K. Jared Keldick with a home run. Wow. His fourth of the season. There was no doubt about that one. Five nothing Seattle. Who was your favorite interview of the week last week? Mm. Julio, and not just because of the eyes, but the depth that he went to with Ichiro, the depth that he went to with the people surrounding him, having a, a, as much of an understanding before actually being in the situation of what's going to come and the expectations and the hype and you know everybody wanting a piece of him. So I would, yeah, I think Julio all encompassing, probably number one. You. I mean, the three, uh, that was really hard. I mean, the three that stand out to me are Kelnick, Julio, and Cal Raleigh. I think Kelnick was my favorite, though. I just, I'm fascinated by him in general and the way he thinks about himself and the game, et cetera. He is killing the ball right now. I mean, he's hitting 412. He's got four home runs in the spring. All of them have gone to center or to left field. I, I mean, he just, he's he's doing everything you would possibly want him to do. And I can't help but be excited about that. If it ends up being disappointing, okay, fine. They have the means to go out and trade for a better left fielder if he can't make it. But if he can, my God, it just sets them up so perfectly for the rest of this season. Probably include service on that. I loved him picking on you. No, well, that's just not very nice. Tell you what he was pretty excited about, Jared Kelnick. That's a really good reliever. You know, it's an all-star reliever. It's got a really good changeup. The key to it, Jared got in a good count. You know, he didn't get too anxious up there and got a pitch and... Really good swing on. He he hit the tar to that ball, as did O'Keefe with his home run, and, and and Cooper Hummel as well. So bats are going. It's a good day today. Good bounce back after our game yesterday. Cooper Hummel, kind of another interesting name to follow, as he looks to right now have an inside track on the final spot on this roster. But you heard Shannon Dreyer say earlier, if Tommy Listella can't go and doesn't give them what they need, and they need to make a deal. Sort of a, a middle infielder who can be a bench guy might be on their list of priorities if Haggerty can't get right and Dylan Moore can't quite get right. Not a ton of depth in the system at that spot. Here's the second thing you need to know. Well, I mentioned Anthony Richardson, and for good reason, he was the story of the Combine. Dan Orlovsky wants to marry him. I want to remove the phrase or the word project from Anthony Richardson. 
I don't see him as that. I mm-hmm. see him as an opportunity or an investment. This young man is a unicorn. I mean, he is uniquely talented with his size, his athleticism, and his natural throwing. When I hear project, I hear I hear of a guy that you you got to get him right. better as a thrower and whatnot, or it's mm-hmm. not natural. For, I don't see that with Anthony. I just see a young man that's crazy talented that needs good quarterback coaching. Whoever drafts him, if they have that, and you're patient, you got a superstar, top five player at the position in the NFL. You mentioned Dante Culpepper earlier, Brock. If Dante yeah. Culpepper played in today's NFL, I think he'd win Super Bowls. Yeah, I don't know how you could not be a project when you also take patient, right, and and development. I mean that that's what a project is. And his and his game tape. And good news for you, Salk, is I'm going to bring my iPad and I'll download some Florida games so you can go home tomorrow night and you can Great. watch a game or two on coach's tape. <laughs> so do you don't have to go to YouTube. Mm. I'll actually give you my login credentials. Wow! And you can watch the actual game. I found tape. out this weekend that he went to Florida, not Florida State. <laughs> Here's the next thing you need to know. More things to add there, oh, like sorry. all of the moves in the NFL today. New Orleans has a quarterback. It's going to be Derek Carr, a four-year deal, and it looks like that got done at some point today. We also are seeing all kinds of good big names being released. Now, that's part of the way the NFL goes. Usually, if you get released, there's a reason for it. But other linebackers joining Bobby Wagner, like uh, Eric Kendricks, who's had a really strong, productive productive career in Minnesota. And then edge rushers like Bud Dupree, like your guy Leonard Floyd. I mean, yeah, there's some dudes out there, huh? Jalen Ramsey is a possibility, not here in Seattle, but certainly elsewhere. Yeah, this is what this is what happens when you start to move all those numbers around. We always try to figure out how do these how do these teams do this? How do they? I, I thought we had a salary cap. How can they spend all this money? How can they have Stafford and Ramsey and Aaron Donald? Well, all these guys, but these guys are generally not as good as they used to be by the time they cut them. Typically, so, I don't know. There's a couple different ways you can play this. Meantime, uh, Kraken get a much needed, fantastic road trip. They sweep the road trip all four games, uh, including an overtime winner yesterday from Yanni Gord. Kraken got the puck, I believe, the whole overtime to this point. Now, Yanni Gord is in. He scores! Hey, hey, what do you say? Pretty cool moment there, and an even cooler moment for the Coug women as they mm. win the Pac-12 tournament. So cool. They've they, never big, done that before. They've never done that before. Biggest win in school history was Friday against Utah, and he thought, okay, that's great. That's going to get them to the tournament for the third straight year. Third straight year, the Coug women going to the NCAA tournament. You know how many times they did that the previous 60 years? Once. So this Cammy Etheridge, the new coach there, been there five years, Pat Chen, the AD, hit an absolute home run. But they didn't just win Friday. They took down Colorado Saturday. They beat a ranked UCLA yesterday in the championship game. Wow. Big, big, big time mm. for the uh, Washington State women over there on the Palouse. All right. There you go. That's everything you need to know. Got some text messages coming in. 253 says, Saul, could you explain how Carr can sign before free agency? Is it because he was released? Yeah, that's yep. exactly it. You know it. Uh, yes. If you were released, you can be signed. Um, is Anthony Richardson the new Vince Young or Jamarcus Russell? I don't see why he would be Jamarcus Russell. I mean, that guy was overweight and wasn't a yeah. runner. No. Could no. he be the next Vince Young? That would be the worst case scenario. Sure. That mm-hmm. would be the worst case scenario is that he's the next Vince Young. But he could also be the next Josh Allen. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like. Yep. And he's also a, a quarterback under your control. <clears throat> 
does not just totally decimate and destroy your salary cap because you've got your kind of rookie pool and yeah, he'll make some, some significant millions of dollars, but nothing, mm. nothing like these guys do in free agency. And you get that kind of control for the next four to five years. Yeah. I've got a text that says, how about Cal, Betsy and Bestie? Sounds like a TV show. What do you think? The three of you guys all living together. You, Cal and, uh, and Betsy, Justin, that? what do you think? If Cal and I could get matching goatees. <laughs> I think this is a perfect idea. Hang your your matching Jason Veritek uh, jerseys sure. in, in the mm-hmm. living room. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that would be good. And then earlier uh, there was a question saying that if I if this is Seinfeld because I was sort of doing a Seinfeld imitation, I kind of stumbled into one and in talking about bagels. A lot of people wondering if G was the Kramer of this show, the way he just sort of oh, yeah. charges into <laughs> oh, the studio, yes. amps up the energy, and starts screaming. So he's not been while. in though this morning, huh? He's uh, injured. Oh, I'm told G's oh. out hurt. Oh, really? Not sick. I'm told he's got a neck injury. Oh, now, I don't know what happened. I mean, we haven't been here for a week, and I'm hearing the second hand. Upper body. Yeah. So, yeah, upper body injury for G. But you know how he, like, whips his head around sometimes. That's not a right. surprise. True. Wow. Yeah. Maybe we need to get him some of Logan Gilbert's exercises that Logan was working on. What do you think? Uh, no. No. That'd be further injury. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, actually. It's not a good thing to do no. at G's advanced age. All right. Coming up next. Uh, oh, you know what's coming up, Brock? The first ranking we've been able to really do in over a week, and really two weeks, because Justin was out the week before that. So Justin and I got together. Life has been so peaceful. Look at this list I've got here. I don't know if anybody can see this. Let me hold it up to the camera. That is, where's our camera? There it is. That is the list today for ranked. I can't believe we haven't done this one, because it's a lot of the songs have found their way on in other other means. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) Repeats. They found their way on with Devils. They found their way on with Dreams. They found their way... A whole bunch of different places. So we didn't actually have to pull that much sound, but it is a spectacular ranking coming your way in less than 20 minutes. Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports on 710, salesports.com. You're listening to Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. All right, ranks coming up in less than 15 minutes. We spent a lot of the day discussing the Seahawks quarterback spot and seeing what happens next with Geno Smith. So Derek Carr goes to New Orleans today. We know it's a four-year deal. I'm surprised we haven't seen any numbers. Usually their agents are just like, can't wait to get that information out. So at some point, I'm mm-hmm. sure we will see some numbers and have a little better sense as to as to what that does to the market. But do you think that changes anything for the Seahawks or for Geno Smith? No, it, it just it changes the fact that you actually have the first home sold on the block, so you get to see the first comp, right? You actually get a number of what this market is looking at. After a few weeks at the Senior Bowl, time down at the Combine, everybody putting their notes together, as John Schneider said to Dave Wyman and, uh, and Bob Stilton last week on the John Schneider Show, it's 7 a.m. to 3 a.m., right? It's watching these prospects, it's interviewing these prospects, and then ultimately it's spending time with other capologists and other general managers to try to get a real feel for where this thing is going. And this is the first real hard data point. Mm -hmm. So in that regard, does it change things? Nope, but it it starts to put a little bit of of the story together. Would you anticipate, just right now, all that we know today, would you anticipate Gino being able to command more than Derek Carr? No, but I don't know that that's fair (laughs) for whatever that's worth. Right. Mm -hmm. Do I think he's better? He might be. I mean, he might end up with a with a better um, future 
than than Derek Carr. But I do think Derek Carr will get more money just because of the name. Well, the back of the baseball card would tell you he deserves a whole lot more mm-hmm. when it comes to just the amount of seasons, the amount of experience taking a team to the playoffs like Gino did. But, you know, and being able to do it in a pretty dysfunctional place, you know, unlike a place that I think most of the league looks at Seattle and says, yep, Pete and John pretty well run uh, that place. Under that ownership group and the turnover at head coach, turnover at general manager, the turnover at personnel, yeah, that has been a mess that he's had to kind of lift himself and been a pretty heavy, heavy lift for him. Yeah. So, all right. So he goes there, and the Seahawks still, you know, do nothing. I read you this Jeremy Fowler quote uh, today, where he seems to feel as if the Seahawks are going to get it done, but they're going to be patient in doing so. So I'm a little nervous. Do we know the time of when the franchise tag deadline ends? No, just that it's tomorrow. It's 1 p.m. tomorrow. Okay. I just did that on purpose. After the NHL trade deadline <laughs> last week, I just so really wanted nice. to. I don't, know, I don't know why you got to point what these things out. What did it like 3 a.m.? Yeah, I thought these deals go down. I remember a deal when I was a kid <laughs> when I was having a bagel, bagel that didn't have too much cream cheese on it. I remember that. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, you were saying, Jeremy Fowler? I thought we were done picking on me. I thought this was last week when I was in my happy place. You guys were trying to bring right, me back bring down, down to earth. Sorry, I'm sorry. not in my happy well, I place it now. Was a part of the show. No, mm-hmm. not really, Mora. It was a last week thing. It was supposed to be one week only. Now leave me the heck alone. That is enough. Okay. Out of all of you. All right, I'll stop. That was. My- that was my fault. I did Sheesh. that. That was not Morris. Don't get mad at her. That was I'm all mad me. At all of you. I set that up. I'm most uh, we, except we all, for Justin. Do anything. I'm not mad at Justin. We uh, also know I from, never a, stay mad at you. <laughs> from a franchise tag standpoint, Deron Payne was the first. That was last week mm-hmm. there in Washington. And then today, this morning, we hear Dallas franchises Tony Pollard. A running back? He's pretty good, the, by the way. With a broken ankle? Pretty good little running back. Yes. What um what are the chances Geno Smith gets franchised by tomorrow at one o'clock? I don't feel it happening. I think it's like two percent. Like it seems like an almost guarantee that that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, he's a free agent at that point. He can continue to negotiate with the Seahawks, but at that point, he's got to go test the market. So then we get to find out whether or not there's a real market for Geno Smith. If there is, the Seahawks have to decide whether or not they want to match it. And if there's not, Aren't you concerned that nobody wants this guy? Why am I the only one saying this? Am I crazy? Mm-hmm. Am I taking crazy pills? Mm. Right? Like, you go to see a house. You're in the housing market a few years ago, right? Five years ago. What year is it right now? 2023. Take you back to 2018. The housing market's going crazy here in Seattle. Every single house has multiple bids. 200000 over. 500000 over. People are desperate to get their hands on any real estate they can possibly get. And then you go see a house, and you're like, how long has it been on the market? A day? Five weeks. <laughs> Out. Something wrong with this place. Yep. Why is nobody touching it? Why are they not looking at it? Why is there no market for this house? Well, the market's gone insane everywhere else. There's obviously a problem. I don't even want to go look at it. Turns out Ted Bundy lived there. So, <laughs> right. Great. Or turns out, like, you know, it, it's it's fall, it's dilapidated or it's falling down. Or, you know what? It's right on the fault line. When that when that earthquake <laughs> right. comes, it straddles the fault line. But it's going straight measure, into, the, oh, into the earth. Couldn't you say the same thing about last year when the Seahawks traded Russell Wilson? Everyone was like, what are they thinking? No team would ever trade a franchise quarterback like True. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I yep. do think that Maybe there's some of that. Maybe they see something in him that no one else sees. And there, at that time, were multiple suitors, as, we're, as we've come to understand, right? Philadelphia and Howie Roseman, right. very, very interested. Mm-hmm. Denver, ultimately, so interested that they would Just, give up two firsts, two seconds, two players. I, I got to tell you, man, I am, I am definitely a little nervous about the fact that there doesn't. Now, maybe there will be. 
But it's it's one of these catch twenty twos where you're like, well, if the league really values him, do you really want to spend thirty five plus million dollars on Geno Smith? Mm-hmm. No. But if the league doesn't value him, aren't you like, I don't know that I want to spend any money on him if the league doesn't really believe in him or like that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being negative. You know what else complicates it a little bit, too, is this draft follows free agency. Wouldn't it be be fascinating if the draft were, I don't know, next week or two weeks from now, and then uh, free agency actually followed the draft? Mm. I mean, wouldn't that be kind of a – how much – how much different would all of that be in team construction if you actually went down that road first? Yeah, it would make it very interesting. I agree. So, yeah, I, there, there's no, there is no good answer on this, but I, I, I just, I think when when you have troubling or difficult questions like this, come back to what is your goal? I think we we all have a tendency in business, in sports, in conversation to focus on whatever argument is right in front of us, and sometimes that prevents us from thinking about the goal. What's the, the goal? overall business plan? What is the plan? What is what is the goal of the Seahawks? What are they trying to do? Win the Super Bowl. Yep. That's the goal. How do you win the Super Bowl? And so, you know, there's a bunch of ways that they might think there's to do that. They might think the best way is to sign Geno Smith and to spend their draft resources on this, that, and the other. But but use that as your guide, not fear, not worry about what not plugging holes, none of that. What is the goal? Okay, so then let me ask you a point. Let me ask you a point blank question. We haven't asked in two months, I don't think, but maybe like ranked, we have done this question before, and you could tell me we have. Can Geno Smith win a Super Bowl in Seattle? Can Geno Smith be a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Let me go back 12 years to when I said to you, can you envision the New Orleans Saints lifting the Lombardi <laughs> Trophy? Because I can. I the Saints, I could never imagine the New Orleans Saints being Super Bowl champs. And then Drew Brees and Sean Payton, all those guys changed that. Can you imagine Pete Carroll winning a Super Bowl with Geno Smith? Can he elevate? Can he be that difference maker? Can he fit seamlessly in and, and take his game to another level? Can you? Last, last year was very good. I asked you first, pal. Okay, so you're going to answer it. You're going to answer it first, and then I'll follow your lead. I don't think it's impossible to imagine. Yes, I can imagine it. I can envision how it works, but it's very hard. Mm-hmm. I can imagine it, but it's very, very, very hard. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibilities. If you were to put, you know, the 2013-14 defense on this team, could they win a Super Bowl with Geno Smith? They could. But I think that, A, that's hard to do. And, B, even in that situation, I'm not convinced. So that absolutely dictates my thoughts on what to do here. And it tells me that even if you are going to sign Geno Smith to some amount of money – you probably need to draft a quarterback as well. Now, if the if the move is draft is sign Geno and draft Hendon Hooker in the second round because you believe in him, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to sit here and complain and say that was the wrong way to do it. I, there's yeah. a lot of ways to try to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but I I will also admit that when you start talking about taking a quarterback in the top five. It's hard not to get excited because that's the kind of player that you have to envision winning a Super Bowl. And by the way, Hendon Hooker, 6'3", like 215, he just measured at the combine. Remember, he tore his ACL late in the year. What if Hendon Hooker had never torn his ACL? Mm-hmm. What if he had won the Heisman Trophy? What if he had gone to this combine and run four four eight and jumped 38 inches? Because he, too, is a tremendous athlete at that size, right? So he has a torn ACL late in the year. 
and doesn't get to express any of that, doesn't get to show any of what he is capable of doing. He would be, and he, I think he remains one of the more intriguing prospects. I think uh, when I was out, you had a scout in, right? Well, Matt Miller, I think, mm-hmm. was the one that, that talked about his and, and sung his praises. And I know that the Seahawks went out this year on the road, as they always do, and looked at many of these quarterbacks, including Hendon Hooker, and got a you know up-close uh, view of him. So, yeah, it's... It's very intriguing. I, I to, to answer that question about Gino, and this sounds even crazier than what the performance on the field, what he did off the field, how he handled everything mm-hmm. the entire season, that was more impressive than what he actually did on the field. Agreed. Because I never saw that coming. I never thought he was a thumb guy. I didn't think he was selfish. I didn't think he was a bad guy. But, you know, when you bounce around multiple places and you never really find a home and you never really heard people singing his praises as a, as a tremendous stand-up dude, man, he took an enormous void that was the Russell Wilson void, and he stepped into it, and he commanded it, and he owned it. And that also plays a role when we talk about these guys, right, and how you're going to handle all of this and all the responsibility of it and why a Jeremy Fowler in that tweet or in those comments says it's an ideal fit. fit. Mm-hmm. The best place for Geno is Seattle. You know, maybe the best guy for Geno for Seattle is Geno. That there is a fit on both of those sides. And thus, when there's a fit on both sides, you typically get a deal done. But the market's going to play a big role in that. Yeah, and the market just doesn't seem to be, I don't know, all that interested. Uh, a couple other small things from today. Uh, just kind of want to point out congratulations to Chambers Bay. Brock, we got two more tournaments that. coming back to Chambers. USGA. The 2027 U.S. Junior Championship and the 2033 U.S. Am is coming back to Chambers Bay, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Really excited about that. And again, I, you know. The the U.S. Opens are booked out for like the next thirty years, but uh, maybe this is continuing to it's get actually forty two years. The Open could come back in two thousand seventy eight. Right, that'll be awesome. Yeah. We'll be a hundred, and the greens uh, will be fully mature by then. <laughs> hopefully, yes. hopefully they can get a U.S. Open back here because I think that would be really really fun. So, uh, all right, let's go. It's time. Let's do a little ranking, Maura. Come on, hit it, hit it. Got a list. Time to put it in order. Fred Dwarmfor's house. Top five. Top five meals that I have ever had. This is ranked. To be honest, that list was really biased. Brought to you by Carter Volkswagen. Every morning at 945 on Brock and Saw. Yeah, top ten list. I'm not buying that. Ranked. It's a gigantic category, um, but once we're just talking baseball terms, as we've been talking a lot of baseball recently, we realized we never ranked runs. Kalnick's been hitting quite a few. We've ranked homes. Right, but not runs. runs. And there's a lot, certainly, to this category. Plenty of movies like Midnight Run, Logan's Run, Cannonball Run, Run Lola Run. Run Fat Boy Run. Nuns on the Run. You ever see Nuns on the Run? The guys from... uh, uh, Anyway, yeah. Uh, oh, those guys. Yeah, they were awesome. Brittany yeah, runs fantastic a marathon. Start. Huh? Brittany runs a marathon. That's a pretty funny movie. Yes. It runs in the family. A river runs through it. No, big one. Montana. Brad Pitt. Brock. Very handsome in the movie. I'm sure you're thinking of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that needs to be on this list. Oh yeah. What was who that? Who loves you and who do you love? <laughs> yeah. What was the name of that? That's The Running right. Man. Oh yes. Have to be on this list. We got people. That movie was savage. It's, I love that movie. I've seen that movie like a million times. Uh, I do have a lot of music, so let me hit you with a few songs. Like, 
Yes, of course. Oh, the great. Boss, Born to Run, Beyonce. Who Run the World, The Eagles. You thought this was top five? I thought it was top three. Dude, this is a very, very tough list to crack. But that's a long run from the Eagles. We got Ready to Run by the Chicks. Run Through the Jungle by CCR. Of course, Steve Miller Band. That's pretty good. That's a great one. Uh, we can go old school, some of that uh, doo-wop Dave stuff. I listen, people, what I'm telling you. I think away from a run around soon. There you go. And sort of in that same category. Run, 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 run away. 360 says runts candy. Forgot about that. Yeah, those are good. That's Del Man, Shannon, we don't do a ranked for a week, and you're just like at frenzied pace right now. Well, <laughs> damn Yankees. Run away as well. <laughs> we got some Pink Floyd to throw on here. Song says run about a thousand times yeah, in a row. Pretty much yeah. all it is. Uh, this one made it uh, big recently. Come back. Bush. Run up that hill forever. Just interminably running up that did hill. Did you blow by the ready to run for the chicks? Uh, yeah, well, you did. Have time he did. For, to play all the music. Man. He did. I want to make sure we got Soul Asylum in there. Right? And I want to make yep. sure I got Iron Maiden. Awesome. I know. Tough one. Tough category, I told you. I know. It's a little Iron Maiden. Jay-Z didn't even make the top five with Rihanna? Brutal. I told you. Really, really challenging. Okay. Please tell uh, me my guys made top five. We have the show HBO uh, called uh, the show on HBO Run, which I loved. Got uh, former ball player Pete Runnels. Remember him, bro? No. From the 50s. It's been a little while, I guess. <laughs> How did you know him? Huh? How did you know it? He Pete just Runnels? Googled it. I don't know. He no, just, just, he just Googles name. Run. Uh, we got Martha and the Vandellas. Nowhere to run to. Nowhere to hide. Okay. Let's see what else I got on here. Some Paul McCartney. Run, devil, run. The angels having fun. Making winners out of sinners. Better leave me, boys. Yep. Yep. Hmm. It's another one. Tell me my guys made top five. Cool Runnings, another movie that you mentioned. Your guys? My guys. Hmm. All right, so you ready? You want me to do the top five? Oh, you're not. Okay. Please. Please tell me that. Oh, you want Hoobastank in there? We'll get you some Hoobastank. Hoobastank is not in the top five, Justin. No. So who? What? You don't know Hoobastank, Brock? Hoobastank? Hoobastank. They're like a pop punk band. They're like Incubus Light. Which is not a great sign. Oh, what? Get out of here. Number five. Oh, she's a bon Jovi. Of the three songs called Runaway that are all on this list, this one was the top one. Oh. That's Bon Jovi. Is that early Bon Jovi? There he is. Yeah, I think that's Jeez. off New Jersey, right? Wow. Great song. No, he did that. Really? No. 
I would not have. Ne- I would never have guessed that that was Bon Jovi. Oh. There's one on here, Brock, that you better know. And I'm Runaway assuming- is what I want to do every day during this segment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm assuming Salk has saved it from the top three. Number four. <laughs> How many times have we played the David Lee Roth A lot. From the oh, song? a lot. Many, many times. I thought we you... isolated the vocals from that. Yeah, well, we didn't do that. Somebody else did. No, we, we did. played it. No, we really so didn't. We did it. No, we really didn't. <laughs> Wassel did it. He no, isolated he it didn't. in the backup studio. No, I was there. He did the not. Day he did it. He just... Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm running. <laughs> He, he definitely did not do that. Okay, fine. but he found that, which was exciting. <laughs> oh, you know what I missed? I could have. I had a couple others I meant to put on here. Here, let me give you a couple other honorable mentions. Oh, Here's uh, Chuck Berry. Run, run, like Sorry, I wanted to make sure I got that in, and I also wanted to make sure I got Slade, which I love. Sorry, I missed those. So I want to make sure I got those in. Those are important. Good. All right. So number five was Runaway from Bon Jovi. Number four, Running with the Devil from Van Halen. Brock, any guesses on the no. uh, top three here? You can't Not think of no, any. Brock. I mean, a, a home run is going to be on here if you like sports. <laughs> I mean, a Dave Niehaus, you know, I mean, grand home runs salami. pretty obvious. Run well, downs, I mean, it, home runs. I mean, like, the, it'd be on the top five, Brock. Like Run DMC. Like the grand. Why <laughs> Give him the runaround. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> that was number three. Was kinda, that Run DMC? Uh, yeah, we could put Run the Jewels on there too if you want. Sort of a, a rap tie for number three. Run the Jewels is really good. Run the Jewels. Get some water moving, Brock. Yep. That not would bad. get your water moving, don't you think? Yep, not bad. Hmm. I mean, as good as like a grand salami, the rye bread. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a grand fine. slam home run. Nobody cares about that stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's like fine, but nobody really cares. Home run. Please. I think I know what's coming. Well, we're getting into the top two here, Brock. And I'm sure, as you know, generally, if we have anything from either Foreigner or Tom Petty, it finds its way into the top two. Mm. So at number two, any guesses? Nope. Ugh. Really? Not a single guess. I don't know. No. Go. I like foreigner here. <laughs> I, I kid. Do you? Yeah. Tom Petty top three. Always. Top three Tom Petty. Top three songs? Yes. Top three. <sighs> Well, that that would be number one still for me. Running would it really? Dream. I love that song. It's one of my. It's one of my all-time favorite songs. Period. Hmm. God, I don't, I don't even know how I would choose. Maybe Mary Jane's Last Dance. Mm. You don't know how it feels. It's pretty high. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow. I'd have to think for a little more right, on, on the last one. Sorry. I mean, I can, I, there's so many. All right. <sighs> so is Foreigner number one? No. Oh. There's no Foreigner on this list. Oh. But Brock, I would hope you could have come up with number one. Of all songs, Brock. Of all the songs. That you've heard more than any other, potentially. This, this, this might be the song you've heard more than any other song in the world. The fact that this didn't immediately come to mind in no way surprises me, but also disappoints me a little bit. Number one, Brock. 
It's running wild by Airborne. Yep. How could it not be? I was going to say airplay, but I knew that was wrong. It was air. It was air something. So I, I, I had a sense that that, that song was has it. been the theme for Brock yeah. and Salk for 14 years through all the iterations. <laughs> it's played every valleys, hour of this show for the ups 14 and the downs. years. Love aerospace, <laughs> airborne, <laughs> whatever. Aerospace. Number one on our list. I didn't list know either, Brock. Of runs right. Just because we hear it every day doesn't mean we know who it is. Right. Right. Whose fault is now that? Now you know. Yeah, now you know. You've been edif- edificated today. You prepared to have me in studio as a tornado tomorrow? Because I'm no. coming hot. Oh, Blue's and I'm bringing my... Oh, God, a good one too. oh, God, I'm running. Yeah. And I'm bringing my iPad, and you're going to be watching some Anthony Richardson games. You know what didn't make it on here? Black Eyed Peas doing running, running, and running, oh, running, and running, running. That's just and, fine. All right, good. I, I let Blues Traveler off here for you, too. How about uh, Run, Forest Run? Stop it. You did your list. It was gigantic. How about we You're how done. got to run? Maze Runner. You're done. We missed that we one, We got to run. All right, we <laughs> got to run. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Till then, the hay. Barnes. See you, everybody. Get to the chopper!